We are back. Not Joe Flacco and Doug. Trevor, Trevor's Trevor had work, or did, did he have the school play today? So I couldn't. I think he had a work meeting this morning and school play tomorrow morning. I uh, I do I do not have any kids plays today. I'm I'm determined to get a six pack. Like I'm working out again. I'm determined to get a six pack just so I can post like, hey. I heard dads with six packs don't love their kids. Well, bam. Um, <laughs> I just, that's like the, I, that's the only reason I'm going to like go on a fucking starvation diet. I just Everybody want, knows kegs are better than six packs. I just want to make that one fucking joke about not loving my children. Uh, and it'll, and all that work and suffering will be worth it. Um, no, the, uh, did I tell you I got, did I tell you I got the, the simulator in the backyard now? The golf simulator thing? Yeah. Like the batting golf I, cage? I set, yeah, I set up like a, like a, like a golf hitting cage and I got a golf simulator launch monitor thing. I'm very excited. It's very fun. Wow. And, and it allows me to do two things that I love, which is geek out on Excel spreadsheets because uh, all the data is downloadable, and uh, and also swing a golf club. Yeah. So, um, anyways, yeah, That's very exciting, cool. very exciting times for me. Very exciting times. New toys are um, always fun. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I can't I can't use it on the weekends because the kids are around, and you know, but uh, you know, Monday through Friday, you know, lunch breaks. I was I was I was thinking of starting a, a golf YouTube channel called Launch Breaks. Where it's yeah. just me swinging the swinging the club with my launch monitor on my lunch break, um, but anyways, I don't I don't need to put out more half-assed fucking YouTube content. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, uh, Trey Lance trade. I don't know hullabaloo. Uh, Will Levis is climbing, um, and uh, I guess we didn't talk about the Jalen Hurts contract last week, so. We'll we'll throw that in as well. Uh, full full disclaimer: nothing that we say here is going to age well. And we'll be back after our our fancy little intro music. I got to get that Jordan fucking picture out of there. That jo- the Jordan picture is the only one that has aged well. Yeah. Just just more half-assed content from your boy, not Joe. I like it. Um, I'm going to miss beating Aaron Rodgers in the NFC playoffs. I really am. Yeah, so he's uh, he's now just kind of a quarterback in the middle of the pack in the AFC. Good Lord. It's – I mean, there's no way to win your fifth MVP. I'll fucking tell you that right now. Yeah. We are going to find out so much. We're going to find out a ton about Robert Sala, the head coach, this year. Because there's no excuses. Um, We're going to find out... uh, We're going to find out... We're going to find out more about Aaron Rodgers or... I mean, he's... There's 
are we getting are we getting like a petty spiteful Aaron Rodgers that wants to stick it to the Packers or are we getting the guy that didn't feel like meeting with his young wide receivers until like week eight of the season when it was already too late to turn the season around that's that's definitely the the million dollar question the intrigue of it all how how uh, motivated is Aaron Rodgers to stick it to the team that traded him and all that kind of stuff and show people he still got it. I don't know. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. The pe- the petty guy? I don't think it's uh I don't think he cares. <laughs> well, I mean we but he he obviously cared about the Jordan Love stuff because he got in his feelings over it and then put up back to back MVP seasons and basically out of pettiness I feel like held his own franchise hostage to get a $150 million extension that basically made him virtually, un- we thought made him basically virtually unmovable. Like it was either going to be, uh, you know, retire or, or be a Packer and, and, and ruin Jordan Love's career. Um, so I think, I think if there's anything, I, I do think he's petty. But yeah. I don't know how hard he's. I like. I don't know. I yeah. That's that's the 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 line that we heard that he was ninety percent into retirement when he went into his darkness retreat, and then all of a sudden he comes out and he's like, "No, I want to play." Like that's a that's a big hill to climb, going from ninety percent retired to. I mean, that's what he's going to do it. That's what he told us. True. Who, who knows? Are you saying you don't believe every word that comes out of Aaron Rodgers' mouth? Doug, <laughs> how dare you? I do not. That's why I just don't th- – I think he's more of a – he's the cool guy. He's so cool. Like, he'll just play however he wants, you know? Whatever. He's Wooderson. He wants, he wants to be Wooderson so bad. I would, I would be – even though he's now in the AFC with my team, I would like—I wouldn't—I would like to see a pissed-off, motivated Rodgers. That would—that would be, be fun. Good sign. I would like that. Um, it would—it would be fun to see him like go full. Like I'm going to burn the fucking league down this year. Yeah, I wouldn't be angry at that at all. I'm sick of his shit. Like I don't want to hear him talk. I just want to like <laughs> if he just came out through three, four touchdowns a game, didn't say shit. Like. I would semi be rooting for him. He's like, hey, turns out I'm actually the fucking best quarterback in the AFC East. Yeah. <laughs> As he should be. I mean, oh, it's, I mean, it's him or Josh Allen, right? Who, I mean, who? I mean, who? Who would you who rank your rank your AFC East quarterbacks? McCorkle one, obviously. <laughs> McCorkle's gone. He's getting traded this week. Think so? No, I don't know. Um, I mean, dude, like two has got like one foot in the grave. Like this guy's about to get destroyed. I love, I love how everybody was trying to like drag us, and by everybody it was like one guy, um, and and some people on my on my comments. But you know, like oh, you know, two is two is fine. You know, he's, it's just, listen, it's just, it's just overly cautious. And like Tua in his press conference, like in the last week was like, yeah. I talked to my family about retirement. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
it's like these fucking people only hear what the fuck they want to hear. And uh, and I almost feel like uh, once you start talking retirement, once you start thinking about it, once you even entertain, like the next step is not what you're doing. Now you're like, there might be part of them that's kind of checking out. I mean, we saw that with Brady this last year, right? Yeah. Like he, he retires, he comes back, and then he he takes a two-week vacation during training camp, uh, skips – do you skip a game or do you skip a whole fucking flight to a game or something to go to Bob Kraft's wedding? Yeah. You know, um, just you can't, it's, it's too mentally and physically draining a sport to be like, you know what? I'm not, I, th- I think I'm in, I'm pretty sure yeah. I'm in, I, you know what? I should do this. I'd be, I'd be silly not to, you know, yeah. you either, you're either fucking a lunatic or you're not. And there's, there's a little bit of leeway for the guy having that thought because of an injury, as opposed to a guy like Rogers who's at the end of his career. Like, should I keep playing? Like kind of once you're, once you're at that age, it's a little different. I think like comparing a guy who's, you know, injured re- injury retirement versus I'm old retirement. Yes. So that's why I was like, when Rogers said 90%, I'm like, eh, I don't know if he believes that. If he, I don't know if I believe that. The, um, uh oh. Uh oh. The podcast people might be, might be upset. Uh oh. I might not have, I might not have the room to record this podcast right now. So, you. YouTube could be a YouTube only special. Um, the no, it's just it's too. It's it's it's. I, I think if we were to dive in, like the history of guys being like, sure, I'll give it one more crack. Um, you know, usually end up hanging on a year too long. Yeah, and and you know, I don't. There's a, there's a question mark pretty much for every quarterback in that division. Like even Josh Allen this year said, he's like, you know, because he said in the past, I'm a football player, not a quarterback. Right. But now he's like kind of like, oh, I'm getting a little older. And now I'm more might have to be more of a quarterback than a football right. player. Right. Um, so that was kind of – what does that mean for his play this year? And then obviously Rodgers, we got all the questions about him, to his health, McCorkle's. If he's going to be there. He's going to get zapped out. Lots of questions in that division at quarterback. It's a bad time in the AFC to have questions at quarterback. I mean, the, the Jets, it doesn't matter how many questions the Jets have or how bad Aaron Rodgers plays. He won't be Zach Wilson bad. Yeah. And plus, so, Zach Wilson's going to make that job hell for him, right? <laughs> Um, what was his oh, quote? Right, right. Yeah, there's a well, whoever he is, man, I'm gonna make his life hell. <laughs> the meme I did was uh, Zach Wilson's the only guy that can get Aaron Rodgers' mom to show up for a football game. <laughs> um, there's so that I mean, okay, so let's just get to the when I first looked at what the Jets gave up, I said, well, they really didn't like. 
give up much more than the Niners gave up for Alex Smith, which was two twos, a two this year and a two the year after. But then it's like, okay, they got the pick swap. Um, second round pick in this year's draft. I thought that was pretty big. The pick swap, the second year pick in the second round pick in this year's draft, and then a conditional two that turns into a one if he plays 65% of the snaps. So if he plays 11 games, basically, then um, the the Packers get a first-round pick next year. Wow. So, um, I thought that was a lot. Yeah, I mean, the more, the more I – like, again, initially I was like, that's not that much. But for a guy that – the Packers weren't going to play at like, he just wasn't going to play for the Packers. Yeah. And the Packers, like, I'm not sure it's a lot for the jets to give up, but it feels like a lot for the Packers to get. If that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like that conditional pick should have been, if he's going to be there the following year. Right. Or you win a super bowl or he wins MVP or some shit like that. Right. But like playing 11 games, I mean, un- unless he's Russell Wilson, 2.0. And if he plays less than 11 games, giving up a two is still way too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's – that's. it's like, oh, it's like, well, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he only played nine games. At least we get the – at least we only give up a two instead of a one. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. I think it would be – I mean, I, I wonder if the Jets got any assurances about how long he'll play, right? Whether they're like, hey, you got to give us three years or you got to give us two years or something. Yeah. Um, because it's also a ton to invest in a in a rental. Yep. Um, and, I mean, shit, even two years is still a rental, but uh, eh, it's more like a lease. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if he only plays the one year, it's a rental. If he plays the two years... It's a lease. Um, Did you see um, he's going to be wearing number eight? His second, best, second best number eight in, in New York football right now. Yeah. That's, that's what Trevor would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Joe Namath wanted to give up the 12 or offered to give up the 12. I saw that. He should have just gone with four and just taken Favre's number. It is pretty creepy how it's like the exact same length of like 15 years for far 15 years for Rodgers. Both went to the Jets after that. Yeah. And then the Vikings have, uh, you know, Cousins is going to be a free agent next year. Just saying. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, everybody was making the Mississippi uh, welfare joke. That was, uh, that was, that was on the tip of everybody's tongue. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's, um, it's going to be interesting. I, the, the only way like we're, so in terms of also finding out things about people, we're going to find out how funny Brian Gutenkeinst, they get that? Sure. Gutenkeinst. Better than um, I can do. Let's see how funny he is. Cause if he uses a first round pick on a wide receiver, that's. That's how we know. That's how we know this man has a sense of fucking humor. Yeah. 
I mean, dude, they need one. I mean, do they? I mean, Christian Watson, Dubs, Dobbs, whatever his name is. They've got some guys. Lazard is gone. Oh, that's right. The, the, the is gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, they all their tight ends, Tanyan and uh, Mercedes Lewis, they're all gone. They're top three tight ends. And like they have those two guys that were rookies last year. So we'll see what they can do with a quarterback that's willing to communicate with them for sure. <laughs> they need bodies for sure. Yeah. Um, and they probably need a tight end, and it's a crazy deep draft for tight end. So yeah, maybe they go tight end. But that's still it would still be a round one weapon that Aaron Rodgers never, ever, ever got. Yeah. The only guy that he's ever thrown a, a touchdown pass that was drafted in the first round is still Mercedes Lewis, to my understanding. Yeah. So um well, I think I'd have, I, they definitely need a tight end and a wide receiver. Well, Gutenkeinst, Gutenkeinst. Gutenkeinst. Now is your time to shine, buddy. No. Gutkunst. Yeah, and plus, like, I don't know if I saw anything from Watson or Dobbs that says they're a number one wide receiver, so. Uh, I mean, Christian Watson fucking went crazy at the end of the season catching touchdowns i know touchdowns are highly volatile but uh he went he went wild um so yeah we'll see i mean also you know there's a there's an an unknown fall off from rogers to jordan love that we're gonna have to we're gonna have to see you think yeah i I I don't know for some reason i think love's gonna be decent don't Fucking say that. I think it's gonna happen. I oh I want this to go so poorly for the Packers. Just so so poorly. That would be I think it'd be pretty funny if he was really because like we're gonna again in terms of this is just gonna shine a fat, huge, gigantic light on. I mean, Roger's story is written. Right, but we're just we're gonna find out how petty he is. he really is. How how petty is this guy? We're gonna find out if Sala can can coach a real team that doesn't have excuses. Um, we're gonna see if uh, uh, how funny uh, the the Packers GM is. We're going to find out about Jordan Love. We're gonna find out even more about Matt Lafleur. Lafleur. Um, there's. There's, there are going to be the, you know, if they get off to a slow start, the everything is going to be Rodgers was carrying Lafleur, and, you know, it had, and it was all Rodgers and had nothing to do with the coach and Jordan Love sucks and they fucked up the end of Rodgers' career, and this is the funniest option for a non-Packers fan. Yes. is just everything fucking imploding. And, oh, by the way, Rodgers is thriving in New York, and they're fucking 9-1. and one. And uh, the Packers are, like, struggling for, for third in the NFC North. That is the – that's what the non-Packers fans want to see. That's what Bears fans want to see, even if they finish fourth, um, is they just want to see the Packers hurt. And uh, 
uh, anyways, we're gonna find out. There's there's a there's a lot of people that is the the spotlight is gonna be uh, shining bright, and we'll you know we'll see who who's able to come out the other side of it. Bunch of assholes. It is indeed a, a storyline to keep an eye on. Um, more more storylines. I guess we'll do the Trey Lance stuff now. Um, I mean, you got so the Niners are taking calls, and John Lynch has said, "Yes, we've been called. We're not making any calls." And the subtext to that is make better offers, and you could get Trey Lance. Because he's like, he's like, we're comfortable. You know, everything we've talked about with this kid is him competing and him helping the football team. And we love the kid and dot, 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 dot. But they also say it's Brock Purdy's team as soon as Brock Purdy is healthy. What did I see about Purdy? He doesn't need surgery and he's going to miss the whole year. Did I see that? No, no. There, everything's on. No, he had surgery. It was like the hybrid surgery. So it wasn't a full Tommy John. Um, um, and he's already out of his brace, got a standing ovation at the San Francisco Giants game. Fucking, you know, tell me the fucking Bay Area crowd doesn't know how to appreciate a future legend. Um, and uh, uh, they're saying now what he somebody asked him, like, hey, when are you going to be ready to play? And he his response was, hey, nobody knows. You know, we're just going to take it as it comes. And like that was the the big flashing, you know, thing was, you know, because Brock Purdy didn't say, oh, I'll be ready for week one. He just said, you know, nobody fucking knows. We're just fucking, you know, going about our shit um, that uh, that. But everything's kind of pointing to at worst. He goes on the on the pup list, on the physically unable to perform list. Um, and uh um, and you know, he's back early in the season, if not, you know, throwing in training camp and ready for week one or two or maybe three. So there the the prognosis seems to be that everything's moving in the right direction. Okay. So no setbacks, no you know, second surgeries, no pain so far, like that isn't normal. It's just it's a rehab thing at this point. He'll be throwing in June and you know, if and again, if everything proceeds, he'll be throwing in June and dot 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 dot. So that makes all the Trey Lance stuff just heat up that much further because every single day that there's no bad news about Brock Purdy, there becomes this kind of it's like apparently the Vikings and uh and the Niners had talks about a Trey Lance trade. Um but like it, it feels to me like teams are fishing because Colin Coward was like, I would take a fourth or a fifth for him, and it's like, we're, why? There's no like, there's an eleven million dollar cap hit if the Niners trade him right now. No, yeah. so it's like you don't have a starting quarterback. He's the only healthy guy besides Sam Darnold. He's the only healthy guy that's been in the playbook for longer than fucking two months, and um. And and you're gonna give him up for a fifth round pick, just because when you've already got eleven fucking picks, the Niners are gonna have to cut draft picks. Like they're not, um, they're probably not even gonna make all their fucking selections. Like they don't need more late round picks. Yeah. If you wanted to go, 
And somebody on my on on during one of my Q and A's said, you know what what would the Niners want for him? It's like well, the, I mean, as much as I can get is the dumbest, easiest answer. But my my thought was that any trade for the Niners and, and Trey Lance right now would probably be predicated on a specific player in the draft in the first two rounds that if he's there when the team that wants Trey Lance is picking that they'll do the trade. Yeah. And that would be a, that would be a right tackle or it'd be a defensive end. Um, uh, and they wouldn't, because otherwise, like if it's, if it's outside of the first two rounds, you're just paying for a guy, you're trading Trey Lance's potential to help you this season for, you know, if, if things go South with Brock Purdy, um, or for a guy who probably isn't going to be ready to play in the fucking league anyways. I mean, it's like how many third round or later guys step in on day one and are fucking starters on a Super Bowl fucking caliber roster. There just aren't that many fucking guys. Yeah. So the Niners are, as John Lynch said, the Niners are trying to do something special this year. That's why like the, everybody calling about Brandon Ayuk is being told to go fuck themselves. Um, and, you know, the Niners are trying to do something fucking special this year. They went through five fucking quarterbacks last year or something like that. Um, and, you know, they're four quarterbacks last year. And um, they could have used five. <laughs> um, nope. and, um, and I don't see them fucking giving up a security blanket for a guy that might play in two or three years from now. Like, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Especially if Trey Lance, if the Niners get a chance to play Trey Lance for a couple of games, build up his value, give the team back to, to Brock Purdy and Purdy runs the, the, runs it the rest of the way. And now they've got like, Hey, look, you know, when Trey Lance played this season, he went fucking, you know, 68% completion percentage through for 1200 yards you know, rush for another 150, um, that type of shit. And then they can trade him for, you know, a first round pick next year or a couple of twos or whatever it is. So I just like selling low when they need healthy bodies at quarterback just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. So, yeah, I think they should keep them at least for this year. Plus, I mean, you still got to see how good Purdy really is. Right. I mean, I think keeping them would be. And and I want to see Trey Lance with, Christian McCaffrey in the in the in the offense because <clears throat> yeah. th- those were the, there were two variables that happened with um, Brock Purdy is one when Brock Purdy took over Brock Purdy took over uh, but two Christian McCaffrey had showed up like two games prior and the offense had already started to do fucking really dope shit before Brock Purdy took over Jimmy G was playing the best of his career and was. I don't know, headed for a fucking Pro Bowl, maybe. Um, and uh, and then he gets, he breaks his ankle. And then Brock Purdy goes kind of fucking ballistic and takes the Niners the rest of the way, doesn't lose a fucking game, gets some fucking, you know, rookie of the year votes, like the whole fucking thing. But the the thing that Trey Lance never got to to get was Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. And that guy is an outlet pass uh outlet option is best in football right 
So, like, I want to, I, you know, it's like if, 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 uh, the best thing for probably Trey Lance's career and the Niners trade value for him and maybe the health of Brock Purdy's elbow is that, you know, if Trey Lance gets a couple weeks at the beginning of the season to put up numbers, um, and, uh, and then, you know, build up his trade value and then Brock Purdy comes in to, to take it the rest of the way. So, um, that's, you know, that's a fucking utopic fucking scenario right there. But, um, the, 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 the Trey Lance and McCaffrey offense is, uh, would be, I'm very interested in, in seeing. Yeah. Running that read option. So, um, yeah, that's, so we got there. Yeah. I, I say keep them. And, 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 and I just don't, and, and then I really need Brock Purdy to play well so that the Kirk Cousins to San Francisco rumors just die a fucking, a, 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 a quick death. Cause everybody's pointing to uh, Kyle Shanahan's favorite person in the world, Kirk Cousins. He's just sitting right there. He's going to be a free agent next year. So don't do this. He's going to be 37. That's not the guy you rent at the end of his career. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Do you, do you want to be? It's one thing to be on the downside of Rogers' career. It's another thing to be on the downside of Tom Brady's career. It's a completely other thing to be on the downside of fucking Kirk Cousins' career. Facts. There's a guy on Twitter that is a, I think it was the guy that ranked QB attractiveness by skin tone. I'm pretty sure it's that guy, but I ended up just like reading through a bunch of his fucking tweets and uh, just uh, just a bunch of like stat <clears throat> stat graphics comparing Cousins to Dak Prescott and a bunch of other people saying how much better Cousins is than than him and everything else. It's, it was a really annoying. I understand. Like, I'm so glad I've I've curbed any needing to reply to people on Twitter energy. I just I've I feel like nobody's uh, cousins has always been the guy that can't win the big game. It's not that he's not good or that he hasn't produced. He just doesn't win the big games. Right. He's put up great numbers in his career. Right. But it was a it was a uh, who's the best quarterback. That was that was where it started. It was like who's the best quarterback in the NFC. And this could be our segue to the Jalen Hurts contract, but you know he's like you know Cousins is the Cousins is the best quarterback in the NFC, and it's like, I mean, what's weird is he might be two. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean the contenders are Dak, Jalen, the, the Dak and Jalen, um. Fucking cousins. Dimes. What? I said Danny Dimes. I mean, I mean, Danny Dimes is like top seven, maybe. Um, oh God, what do we got? We got Dak. What do you, got, th- what do you think we'll get? What's what's left of Matthew Stafford? Is that guy? I, is he? I got my Super Bowl. Um, I'm good. We're not going to see anything good from him again. I mean, elbow injuries are. He's the, I mean, it sounds like they don't even want him there. They just can't trade him. 
or let him go. Right. Well, I mean, you're you're going through a full like, I mean, the, the Rams are the better team. The Rams, uh, the, the, the Lions, sorry, the better team than the the Rams right now, by far. The Rams are like they have like a roster number issue, right? Don't they only have like? And this isn't like including practice squad and all the guys that don't actually make the 53 team. I think they only have like 45 guys when they should have like 70. Right. I think I read somewhere that they're going to have like some crazy amount of undrafted rookies on their roster this year. They'll, they'll have to. So this is, let me bring up spot track here. Cause I hadn't heard this, but it's fucking hysterical. If true. Um, yeah. They have 44 active players right now. Yeah. Making up. Um, and and so only your top 53 contracts count right yeah. now. And they've got 11 draft picks. Um, so that gets them to like 55. Yep. They've got, oh my God, they have... Seventy-two million dollars in dead cap. <laughs> Holy shit! Allen Robinson twenty-one million. Jalen nineteen-six. Leonard Floyd nineteen. Bobby Wagner seven point five. Whitworth still two million. Ashawn Robinson one point five, and then a bunch of just guys like thirty-two percent of their cap is dead. Dead. Yeah, they are at. Uh, they've got ten million in cap space. They've got forty-four players, and your only your top fifty-one count, and they've got seven short of that. Holy crap! Yeah, they're in some I trouble. Had, <laughs> I had not even realized that. Um, yeah, I saw it recently, and some guy was like, "They're going to break the record for undrafted players on the roster this year," and all this crazy shit. Speaking of fucking finding out about coaches, what is, I mean, yeah, what is Sean McVay still doing there? He could have been out. He could have been in the fucking Kirk Herbstreet seat last year. Yeah. Which had to have been better, right? I mean, I mean, better than Herbstreet? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, anything that. Third Street. Putting, 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 Al Michaels on Thursday night football is just is just a mistake. I don't like it. Yeah, okay. So by so for comparison, the Niners have sixty-seven players under contract right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like for, like I'm pretty sure every other NFL team has like 65, 70. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> oh my God, this is so good. I mean, the Niners have $17 million in dead cap, but like it's not 70. Yeah. Gross. Go good for the Rams. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so, so going back to the top five QBs in the NFC Dak, Hertz, Cousins. These are just in no particular order, just the contenders. Yeah. Dak, Hertz, Cousins. Um, I guess in the South, what do you even have there? You got Baker, Desmond Ritter, uh, Bryce Young, uh, we're anticipating. Um, And uh, Derek Carr. Okay, so Derek Carr is there. Um, 
And then in the NFC West, you've got Stafford, but who knows? Kyler Murray. Him. Kyler Murray's out with an ACL till midseason. Um, and Gino. Smith. Oh my God. So uh, yeah, it's. I mean, Daniel Jones is a is a top ten quarterback in the <laughs> NFC right now. Easily. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this is no wonder the Niners are in no rush to get rid of Trey Lance because like, he might whoever, be, he might, he's a top the 10 Niners, quarterback in the whoever, Right. Whoever the 49ers quarterback is, is a top five quarterback in the NFC this year. Like both of their quarterbacks are probably in the top half of the, what's it, 15, 16 quarterbacks? 16? Seventeen yeah. if you count the backup. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's fine. Even if you just base it on the fact that it's Kyle Shanahan and all those weapons, it's like fine. Who gives a shit, right? Like they're still going to have both of them are top ten QBs in the NFC this year. So if the Niners and Eagles aren't in the conference championship game this year, their something fan went very fucking upset. wrong. Yes. <laughs> Something went very, very fucking wrong. So who who so who did we put as number one? Dak. Because I would like to know where that number one guy falls in the AFC quarterback rankings. I mean, if it's if it's Dak, who's just Mocha Kirk Cousins, or Derek Carr. Who is just mascara Kirk Cousins, or Kirk Cousins, who is just Kirk Cousins, or Matthew Stafford, who is just Kirk Cousins with a bad elbow, or or Kyler Murray's uh, quarterback, just Lego sized, right? Or like it doesn't matter. They're all the same fucking. They're all in the same tier of. Yeah, they're fine, and they're also going to throw you the ball once or twice a game in big games. But are any of those guys in the top 10 in the AFC? Mm, no. I mean, maybe 9 or 10. I had So going into last season, I had Tua as the 12th best quarterback in the AFC. And that was wrong um, in hindsight. But like now they've added Aaron Rodgers. And Jimmy G, like Jimmy Jimmy G, would be able to lay claim to top five quarterback in the NFC this year if he was still with the Niners, and and would conceivably, I mean, no, you know what? Number one QB in the NFC is Jalen Hurts. So where yeah. does Jalen where does Jalen Hurts rank in the in the pantheon of AFC quarterbacks? Let's see, let's just go through who he's better than. He's better than McCorkle. Yep. He's better, better than, than Kenny Tua. Uh, sure, I'll, I'll take him over Tua. Um, Deshaun remains to be seen, but we'll just leave Deshaun off. Um, Is he better than Lamar Jackson? I'm going to go with no. 
not Joe Burrow, right? Not definitely not Joe Burrow. Um, not AFC Trevor. South. He's is better, he better than, than Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. So it's, it's a toss up. Um, and then he's better than he's better than Russell Wilson. No. He's better than Russell Wilson was last year. He's he's probably better than Russell Wilson. Um, I'd say. He's better than Jimmy G. Um, Herbert. Ooh, there's a tough one. I'm I'm gonna go with Herbert's better. Okay, certainly not Mahomes, right? So that's yeah. that division, right? Which so what, do we, yeah. do, what do we name like six, 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 seven guys there that he's better yeah. than? For sure. So yeah, so he's a top ten. So Jalen Hurts is a is the number one QB in the NFC yeah. is in the seven to ten range in the AFC. Sounds about right. That is gross. That is gross. So crazy stuff. Got a comment here. Oh, hey. Niners fan. I love the dumpster fire LA has turned into. James Durnell, thanks for listening. My man, James Durnell. I'll tell you what. I'd rather OBJ not get that Super Bowl and have to be a little better right now. <laughs> I mean, it was all of the, the – they were going to run into this shit no matter what, right? Stafford's elbow fell apart even after a fucking Super Bowl season. Um, if Jaquaski Tart hangs on to that interception, they will have done – they will have gone through all of this for nothing. And it was just that, that one play, regardless of whether the Niners turned – you know, beat the Bengals or not the, the next week, they could have, if not for that one play. Like they played, the Rams played well enough to have wasted all of this. Um, but they also ended up winning the ring. Yeah, I mean, you if you get the Super Bowl, it's it's worth it, I think. But, but I mean, it's like, but they were so close to it not being like this being one of the all time like hubris, you know pushing all their chips in with a bad hand. Like we were this close. We were, we were Jaquaski tart hanging onto that ball away from laughing at the Rams. Yeah. And right, right now we, it's, you know, we can maybe laugh at them next year. Right. And we can laugh about the lack of people under the, on the fucking roster and, you know, Sean McVay and stuff like that. But like at the end of the day, they did get the ring, but fuck, we were this close to being, them being maybe one of the funnier, like not even a fall from grace. Like if they don't win the Super Bowl, they're just, you know, if they don't, if Kwaski Tart hangs on to that, McVay can't beat Shanahan. He doesn't get his fucking ring. Uh, you know, there is no kind of, there is no offer from, from Amazon, right? He doesn't even have the option. And he's just like staring at this fucking dumpster fire for you know and and then his legacy becomes you know they went for it they missed and now what the fuck is sean mcveigh gonna do yeah i mean they're at least two years away from being able to get back into it i feel like right i mean two it's this year and next year are not going to be good for them and they don't even have first round pick this year yeah so all right 
well, none of this is going to age well. No. Jalen Hurts contract, 50 highest per year thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I got no problem with him being the highest paid, the highest paid guy in the year. I, my only issue, and we'll see what Herbert and Joe Burrow do, but and this is probably a longer conversation. We've only got a few minutes. There's a so there's a there's a thing that I was taking some 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 continuing education from some like leadership courses and sales courses and like how to be a you know chief revenue officer and shit like that. I was taking some of those courses. Yeah. And one of the things that came up was the first, your first table, right? And so it's like when you're at a certain level in the organization, like, so like when you're a manager, your team is your, is the sales reps that work for you. And when you're a director, your team is the managers that work for you and you've got to protect your team. And then when you're a VP though, your team isn't anybody below you your v, your team is actually the folks that are sitting at the in the boardroom at the board table and the c-suite and those folks and that's how i feel about fucking jalen hurts not going for a guaranteed contract and mahomes not going for a guaranteed contract um is like they're there's when you're in a union and when you've got these like you've got dual loyalties and is it like okay do we am i and part and one on on the one side it's like hey we've got the the guys in the locker room that I got to compete with but then on the other hand it's the the guys in the rest of the league that we've got to push forward and set new benchmarks for contracts and because like if Mahomes gets a fully guaranteed contract, then it's more likely that the next guy does, and the next guy does, and the next guy does, and the next guy does, or at least gets that that much closer. And um, Lamar seems seems to be the only guy that's out there that's that's looking at it, whether he's looking at it for the betterment of the league or just looking at it for himself. It's like. Those two, the, it's not the betterment of the league, the betterment of the rest of the the, the players. Um, that you know, it's whether even if you are looking at it selfishly, it still ends up helping the other quarterbacks in the league and the other players in the league and and the other premium blue chip position players in the league, right? Like, both Nick Bosa should be going for a fully guaranteed contract right now. Like, he should be looking at him being like, I'm just as fucking valuable as Deshaun Watson. And, like, so Deshaun is now the seventh highest annually paid quarterback, but, but it's all the, but the biggest, um, uh, but the biggest guarantee. Nah. So, um, we got it. We got a question. I got, I got, I got room for, for five minutes here. Does the contract like Hertz and Lamar's seriously hamstring you cap wise? Or is it better to build a team before you get a franchise QB? Niners have done things backwards. I mean, well, it's, it's like when, when the when the contracts happen, you're like, oh my god, that's a lot of money. But it seems like the next year, there's three other guys getting more money. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy G was Jimmy G was the number one highest paid quarterback in the league in 2018, right? So there's, I'm not as worried about the per year stuff. Um. 
does it hamstring you? Sure. If you pick the wrong guy, right? Like I think giving, I think giving, uh, giving a guy like cousins, right. Or those guys that are in the middle, right. Would I rather have a team like the Niners with a cheap contract and a bunch of studs everywhere else? Or would I rather have like Dak Prescott and a fat contract, but a guy that's like been around a few years, I'd rather have the team that the Niners have now. Yeah. Niners. That's the, I mean, that's the best case scenario, right? You have all the talent around the QB position. You have two rookie quarterbacks on rookie contracts right now that are going to help you. And then like, if you hit on a quarterback, you have to pay them. Like once they get that second contract, I don't think it's like, oh, well, you're too expensive. You're too good, too expensive. I got to get rid of you. You're going to pay that quarterback no matter what. So you're kind of, I don't know if it's hamstrung or whatever, but I mean, it's, it's, it, when you hit on quarterback, you got to pay him. Right. But it's like, you've got to hit on them. Yeah. At, at 50 mil a year, a hit can't be, you know, you got to hit triple 20. I think to pay a guy $50 million a year. Like if we're talking about like a dartboard, right? Like yeah. you've got to have the guy Mahomes. You got to have Mahomes. You got to have Herbert burrow, like those fucking guys. Yeah. Um, Jalen hurts is probably in that echelon, but like, here's the other thing. If you don't have the, if you, if, if you, you need probably two of three, two of three things. Right, you need a coach like Andy Reid or Shanahan or McVay or those guys, right? Yeah, and either a cheap quarterback with a great team around him or a great quarterback with the best possible team you can get around them. And you need, and you probably need two out of two of three, two of three of those to be a consistently good team. Yeah. Because, like, you still have to hit on the rest of the picks, right? Otherwise, you end up with, you know, you you end up a Drew Brees fan and an Aaron Rodgers fan and being like, oh, we only had, you know, three top 10 defenses his entire career, right? And, like, they just were never, they just couldn't, it's not his fault they couldn't put the team around him. And then you go, well, well, if you take him less money and you just end up in that fucking thing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I would say paying. Paying Mahomes Mahomes money is not hamstringing the Chiefs. Paying Dak Prescott Mahomes money is hamstringing is probably hamstringing the Cowboys. Yeah. You know, if if all of a sudden Brock Purdy in two years is worth fifty million dollars and we find out or 60 or whatever the fuck the number is by then. Right. And we find out that, Hey, turns out that, you know, when they had to, when Kittle had to retire and they had to trade Brandon Ayuk and uh, you know, the defense uh, they, you know, the, they, they couldn't go out and sign fucking Javon Hargrave for $84 million because they're paying a, you know, turns out that Brock Purdy's not carrying the team. Then, then that's, you know, its own problem. Yeah. So, you know the pro. I think the, and Doug. I think what you're saying is, you've got to pay the guy, and you don't know until it's too late that you paid the wrong guy. Yeah. So basically, 
Thanks for the fucking question, though, James. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, James. All right. Um, we will be back. Uh, we're going to do another one of these this week, probably Thursday night. Post-draft. Yep. And Doug's got a list of sleepers, which I'll be very interested in because the Niners have 17,000 picks uh, after, uh, like, starting with, like, pick 99. So, yeah, um, my my draft research was different this year. The Browns don't have a pick in the first two rounds, so. Hey, <laughs> me neither. This is yeah. looking for those deep cuts. But there's, there's, uh, there's some depth in this draft at defensive end and cornerback, so. Lynch and tight end. Lynch was saying like, "Hey, we're uh, there's." He's like, "We're kind of. It's not a bad thing that we don't have a pick in the in the top two rounds because like it's a pretty. The the depth seems to be, like the guys you pick in round end of round one and round two are going to be similar to the guys you're getting in round three and four, anyways. Yeah, so, I'll take it. Yeah. All right. Appreciate you, man. All right. Talk Later. to you then. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.